Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Friday morning. Hope all is going well with you out there. Doing another video episode today. And to round out the week here, we're going to be taking a look at what I can only describe as like unbelievable. Okay, this is what it is. So for those of you who have been watching or listening at all the past few weeks or maybe month or so, you've probably heard the episode or two that I've done on Ascension Parish. This is a parish in Louisiana, and they've been debating whether they're going to ban Kratom sales in that parish. And at first they were talking about banning not only selling Kratom in the parish, but also possessing it. So not only could you not just like you couldn't sell it, you couldn't possess it, but also they're thinking about making it so you couldn't use it in the parish, like completely illegal. So that's been stepped back a bit. But the final version that they ended up voting on and, and approving, so this has actually gone through, is they have banned the sale of Kratom in Ascension Parish in Louisiana. So that's the, the sum of it. Now, what's been happening is there were two hearings, and these are public hearings where the first one, it was all people who were opposed to, um, you know, having Kratom remain legal. And a lot of them were coming from Lifehouse Wellness Center. And, and that's an interesting thing that I talked a bit about in another episode. You can check that out a few weeks ago if you want. But, um, but, but the second one had a lot more supporters of Kratom being legal coming to that hearing and testifying. None of them were really local, and I think that that's a common occurrence, and um, that's fine. But, but that's really what has been used as the, the ammunition against uh, keeping Kratom legal there. It's like, well, everyone who came out uh, in support of it was from a different place. And it's like, I'm not going to get into all of that today. So what I'm going to focus on is this announcement and listen to this council member. I'm going to be um, sharing my screen, but for those of you who are listening in, doesn't matter. You can still just listen. So this is the report that came out recently, and uh, this was published just a couple days ago. And this is the council member talking about how basically their decision came down to the fact that Kratom in and of itself, in its purest form, it's probably not harmful. That's what they said, the council member. Who is, who, who is, who is like leading the charge on banning this? Like he was like gung-ho about banning Kratom. He's saying, uh, Kratom in and of itself, I'm sure that it's not harmful. But since vendors are selling products that have other substances in them, um, we need to just ban all of Kratom. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't believe it unless I had heard it myself. So we're actually going to listen to this uh, now. So here we go. Councilman Michael Mason chimed in. That was kind of the thing that I noticed that everybody that was pro Kratom and that would show up to the mediums would all say the same thing. Well, in its, in its purest form, it's, it does a lot of great good, which I'm sure it does. And I, we were not arguing that fact. What we're saying is what we have in Ascension Parish is obviously not its purest form. Under the new rule, anyone that's caught selling Kratom could lose their business license, face a fine, or possibly go to prison. Mason says he supports a ban until Kratom is regulated by the state or federal government. We did put in that caveat, though, that if 
further research comes available and some some regulation happens with kratom and we can get the 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 pure form and you know make sure that, that it's not tainted with formaldehyde which are some of the things that were coming through and all this other stuff then we would be glad to to revisit this and this is this is just something to protect our people right now so let's just pause there and think about what this council member just said he just said that the people who are arguing in support of Kratom are saying that Kratom in its purest form is not harmful, and so we shouldn't ban Kratom. And what their arguments were, if you go to listen to that hearing, overwhelmingly, everyone was saying, for the most part, minus one or two people, um, was saying that Kratom should be regulated. like, and, and you should regulate the types of businesses that are selling Kratom and and how they process Kratom, make sure that it is its purest form of just the plant itself, because the plant itself isn't isn't dangerous. And so the council member who is banning Kratom in this parish agrees. He agrees that Kratom in its purest form is likely not harmful at all. Okay? This should come as a shock to some people, at least, if not everyone. It was for me. Because if something is not harmful to you, but it's the businesses that you have an issue with or the, the the processes by which the product is is created you don't ban the product itself like am i missing something here like what and just to drive home this point further so i went online to look up you know the 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 basically the food and drug administration website uh recalls market withdraws and safety alerts webpage this shows everything and anything that has been recalled for different reasons that falls under the jurisdiction of the FDA. It's food and beverages, um, drugs, and other things as well. And so just as an example, let's see. One of the things on here, one of the first things, here it is. Organic Tahini, Mighty Sesame is the brand name. And it says, recall reason, this just happened the other day, potential to be contaminated with salmonella. Okay? So like... Does that mean that we shouldn't have tahini anymore? I mean, based on the logic that this parish is using, we should get, they shouldn't have any tahini if they carried this brand, right? No more tahini for a parish, uh, Ascension Parish. I mean, I don't know how many people are eating tahini there. Who knows? Doesn't matter. But I mean, that's the logic. Um, what else they got? Yeah. They, then they, they've got like uh, drugs that contain other drugs in them that they shouldn't. Um, all of these different uh, uh, products, like undeclared products, so you're not quite sure what the situation is with them. They have this banana boat hair and scalp sunscreen spray, and it says that there's a presence of benzene in it, and that's why it's been recalled. So it's like I could I could go through this list and come up with the exact same logical reasoning to say, all right, no more chocolate for Ascension Parish, no more tahini, no more sunscreen, no like it's the same logic. For some reason, for some reason, it, it just, it's like only Kratom that, that this logic applies. And it goes all the way up to the FDA. It's their reasoning too. Now, the other thing that I want to say is this. There's, I don't, I don't believe that there's been any evidence presented, at least at those hearings that I watched, where anyone mentioned anything about like what, what has been found in the products that are sold in Ascension Parish. Because if you listen to that council member, his argument also is, you know, it's not that we have a problem with Kratom in and of itself. It's that the, the companies that are selling Kratom in Ascension Parish, every single one of them is selling a product that has adulterated 
you know, it's adulterated. It has other products in it as well, or chemicals or, or things, formaldehyde or whatever he said. Okay, well, I didn't hear any evidence about that. Like, where is where is that evidence? Now, I remember hearing three different people who were former or current addicts saying that they had been clean for a while and then they ended up doing a drug test and pe- testing positive for fentanyl and they hadn't been taking fentanyl and all they had been taking was kratom. And so my takeaway from those was either they're lying or, wow, that's a big problem. The kratom they were taking had fentanyl in it. You should really, you know, regulate that and get rid of that product through that store or that store. But you don't get rid of Kratom. Why are you banning the sale of Kratom? It's not the issue. It just seems like so cut and dry to me. I don't I don't know like why why this is something that that must be the exception. In every case, Kratom ends up being the exception. And it's really weird to me. And I don't think that I can think of anything else that's that's in this scenario at the moment. And you? I mean, really, this is just really freaky deaky weird, <laughs> as Dr. Evil would say. So anyway, um, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I thought that that was a hilarious statement to end the week on, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. So I hope that you all have a great weekend, and we will be back on Monday. Thanks so much for listening. And just doing my quick plug here, you can go to Happy Hippo through the link in the description of this podcast and uh, use the coupon code everything kratom to get a discount on kratom products all right everybody take it easy we'll be back on monday bye bye